to the Morning Word Podcast. This is your host, Brother David, and I hope you prepared your hearts to hear the Word of God from the man of God right now. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everybody again. This is your host, Brother David, alongside Pastor John Matthews. And we have an exciting podcast today that we want to get out and share with everybody. But before we do so, uh, we want to check in on Pastor and see how you've been doing, sir. At work. At work. Amen. We... We uh, we kind of missed you a little bit today, but we know you were uh, on mission at work. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we were so blessed to have um, uh, Elder Bobby uh, speak. No, no, assistant pastor. Assistant pastor Bobby, my bad. <laughs> and uh, bring a forth a word today on wisdom and the importance of wisdom and 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 how we need to live by it, walk by it, ask of it everything yeah and uh it's so crucial for our lives yeah and god has it and that's where we go to get it yeah and you know and and, you know one of the things that i've learned um you know everybody's always striving uh according to what cultures teach you you know to to you know you got to get the money you got to get this because that's what's going to give you uh all these access to all these things uh but you know thank god for what god wrote in the in the bible and in the book of chronicles with uh, solomon uh, he knew he had a task at hand and he knew how much God uh, favored uh, his dad, David, that all he desired was wisdom. Mm-hmm. And because of that, everything else followed right after. You know, uh, with uh, when I was in the business world, I, uh, I had this one account where this guy... Uh, you know, family of immigrants, etc. Mm-hmm. And uh, he and his brothers decided to to start a business. Mm-hmm. So they started a business picking up garbage, and and and, and they use wisdom in how they handled their profits so that they could buy more trucks. And grow the business, and that wi- that wisdom led them to start a company with with a truck that ended up being what we know today as waste management. Wow! And uh, sold that, invested in one of the weirdest things. Uh, they decided to get into renting movies. So they started this rent a movie business, which came to be known as Blockbuster. <laughs> and uh, took that, got into a whole lot of stuff, started another uh, garbage company, Republic Way Services. Uh, but then they also got into used cars. Uh, and then finally, about start buying new car dealerships, uh-huh. uh, Auto Nation, and uh, got into hotels, and uh, ended up with a company called Extended State America, and uh, 
just had a lot of money laying around, so uh, the guy buys the uh, the stadium and uh, you know little team called the Dolphins uh, gets one built up in Broward County for the Panthers. It has a little building going downtown for for the Heat, etc. And uh, just you know, I, I can't begin to remember all of the businesses that that uh, the Marlins, the Wayne Heisinger. Uh-huh. I was one of the brothers. You you may know who that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so and, if you uh-huh. if, you know, it, they didn't start with uh, hundreds of millions, but they used wisdom with what they had. And sometimes uh, God gives us enough to do great things with. But we don't get the wisdom from him to to make great things happen with it. Amen. And so I was, you know, grateful for uh, uh, Pastor uh, Costin bringing it word today. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. So uh, we're going to go ahead and look to heaven right now. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Lord, thanking you for all that you are and all that you will allow us to be in you, Father. We thank you for your wisdom, your knowledge, and and understanding as you constantly reveal to us. You said, if any man lack wisdom to ask of you, and we need your words of wisdom right now to speak forth to your people, to anybody that's listening to this, uh, wherever they may may be around the world. Uh, We've we've had various listeners from different parts uh, of the country and different continents. And we pray that this word that goes forward, it will go forth uh, in truth and in love and in wisdom. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Today I want to talk about uh, functioning parts. Amen. Functioning parts. You, You ever been in your car and, and, you know, you can't get it to go? And you're trying to figure out what the problem is. And sometimes, I, I remember once, uh, my pickup truck, oh man, I had a 354 barrel. This thing was powerful. And uh, so, I mean, I got up to 100, 105. I mean, you know, just towing stuff. I mean, it, truck was just powerful. Uh-huh. Then one day, uh, it just, it started like hiccuping, you know, wouldn't go or whatever. And uh, then it got to the point where I couldn't even get the thing cranked. Oh. And it's like, man, what is the problem? And so I had a bad habit. You know, I was in college of, you know, driving it until it got a little too low. And for most, uh, whether we realize it or not, there's always some residue of some kind sitting at the bottom of your tank. Yeah. But that never becomes a problem if you don't stir it up, if you don't get below, say, a, an eighth of, of a tank so that, you know, it, that sloshes around, and, you know, and wakes that up off the bottom of the tank. Uh-huh. But if you wake it up enough times, it gets up into the fuel and then into the fuel line. But now... To prevent that stuff from being a problem, 
Well, the fuel line goes into the carburetor. Uh huh. There's a little filter that that puts picks up all that stuff to keep it from going into the carburetor and then into where the spark plugs and right. Uh huh. What I didn't know is so much sand and you know stuff off the, out of the tank had clogged that uh filter up until it you know no gas could get through so the car could get no, go nowhere uh-huh. the filter was i don't know like 15 bucks you know oh cheap but but this brand new truck Maybe a year old or so. Uh-huh. Wouldn't go, wouldn't do, wouldn't pull, wouldn't tow, you know, wouldn't do four miles an hour. Because that filter got, got clogged up. So none of the other parts could could function because, you know, that filter, you know, was all clogged up. Changed the filter um, off to the races. Uh-huh. And I remember that little pill. Just, just man. And, and so uh, over the years, I remember uh, once where uh, something hit my fuel line and put a little tiny pinhole in it. But that tiny pinhole, over time, is like you know got a little bit, and gas just going out, right? Uh-huh. So it's like, man, why is why is my mileage getting down? Uh, the pinhole in the fuel line. So though though the tires work, the the windshield wipers work, the brakes work, uh-huh. the steering works, the filter, the little pinhole, just just some part not functioning properly. That's not easily visible. Yeah, the whole car is is sitting somewhere. Uh-huh. The whole truck is is dying out. Too often, non-functioning parts, not major parts. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, you know, not the obvious. Not the obvious. The no, not the big stuff, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But just like in the car, all stuff is big stuff if it's stuff that needs to make the car run. And in the body of Christ. Too often we we don't realize the importance of all parts functioning, and, and and we get stuck on, you know, everybody wants to be the motor, everybody wants to be the steering wheel, <laughs> but but if if your brakes ain't working because your master cylinder is leaking. Then even if the motor works You can get in an accident Because you can't stop the car Or if your headlight's not working Because your fuse is out Yes Can't see Functioning parts You know Can't get air because the fuse is out Mm -hmm. Functioning parts And it's a problem And it's a big problem Because so many Ministries are are sputtering, or are in park mm-hmm. because they're 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 not one or two, but a number of 
non-functioning. Not that the parts aren't there. Mm-hmm. Just not functioning. Yeah, it, it, you know, as you speak about it, it just reminds me of uh, uh, Pastor John Dennis. Uh, he has a pickup truck that's stuck in the back of his uh, um, his backyard. Mm-hmm. It works. He just got to get some more parts to get it functioning all the way. It's just sitting there. Until he can get enough. He may have a thousand parts and it may be two that's keeping it from functioning. Mm-hmm. Too, too much of what God is trying to do is hijack because of some some non-functioning parts. You know what? And then you and the sad part is you got parts, hey, I'll function if you switch my role. You know, God made you to be the spark plug wire, but you want to be the spark plug. Well, guess what? If if the spark plug wire is not working right, uh-huh. it don't even matter what kind of spark plug you have or how many you have. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it's funny that you word it that way because, uh, you know, we, we think about how the, uh, in the scriptures where it talks about the potter and the clay. Yeah. And when you look at a vehicle, uh, the engineer who designed it, you know, uh, as he's designing it, none of the none of the drawing says to the engineer, "No, don't draw me this way." Right. He designs it the way he wants it to function, the way it needs to function get for it. his pleasure and purpose. Yes, he's trying to figure out how to make this, you know, do the most things, work the best, etc. You know, and we can be totally unaware of some of the parts until they aren't working properly. Yeah. That that doesn't just happen with ministries. It, it it hey, the physical body. You may have never heard of an appendix. But boy, if it pops, <laughs> you will discover that you have one or, you know, real quick. <laughs> real quick. And though, you know, most people can't give you a long list of important things that a Penix does, we do know this. If it gets in flame and bust, it'll kill you. Yeah. Yeah. Why aren't we noticing and doing something about the non-functioning part uh-huh. that is causing healthy ministry bodies or p- p- potential Healthy ministry bodies not to be healthy at all. And here's a big question. Are you one of the non-functioning parts? Our scripture today, David, takes us to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Beginning at verse 12, it says, For just as the body is one and has many members... And all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. Verse 14, for the body does not consist of one member, but of many. Uh If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear would say, because I am not an eye, I don't want to belong to the body either. 
that would not make it any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would be the sense of hearing? Mm. If the whole body were an ear, where would be the sense of smell? But as it is, God has arranged the members in the body, each one of them, as he chose. Mm. I think we need to reiterate that. As he he chose. So this is nothing that you have control over. This is nothing that you can change. This is something that he chose for you in your life. And he chose best. And he knows what's best. And he chose wisest. Exactly. And that's why it's important for us to be uh, cognizant of that. That it's it's his choosing. It's his will. It's his purpose. Because it's all designed for his glory. And when we realize that, we can find ourselves walking uh, in accordance to his will. And we begin to see the work of God. Uh, manifest so clearly. And not only that, David, when the body is working properly, it's good for everybody. Yeah. It, 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 it work, uh, it, the body working properly makes everything work good for everybody. So, so yes, it glorifies him. You're absolutely right. But it also is a blessing to, to each and every one of us. Yeah. When, when there are functioning parts. But 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 here's what happens. Uh, the, the eye is saying, well, why can't I be the hand? Uh, or, 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 or the head, you know, why can't, you know, why, why, why? I, don't, I don't like being the head. I want to be the feet. <laughs> you know, or can the head say to the feet, you know, I really don't need you. Well, then how, how is your head going to get anywhere? 22 says, on the contrary, the parts of the body that sometimes seem to be weaker are indispensable. Uh, and on those parts of the body that we may think less honorable, well, we bestow the, the greater honor. And our unpresentable parts are treated with greater modesty, which mm. our more presentable parts do not require. Mm. But. It's a mouthful. There. Yeah. God has so composed the body, giving greater honor to the part that, that liked it, that there may be no division in the body, but that the members may have the same care for one another. So I might have, well, somebody might have a handsome face, but a handsome face with a brain that ain't working doesn't help very much. I mean, listen, ministry takes the body functioning properly together. Uh-huh. Finding our place, knowing what our part is, and, and then wanting to be that. It's almost like, you know, uh, you know, we got a, a, a body catalog and we decide, oh, I want to be this part. No, you want to be what God called you to be uh-huh. and you want to be it in the best way. The, mo- the uh, You want to function the best, right? Uh-huh. 
and it's reciprocal. Let's just say I'm the mouth, uh-huh. right? If I function properly, then you know I'm doing the right things with the food, and then the the food is getting down and helping other parts. But those other parts also help the mouth to work. Yeah. You know, I'm the eye. I can see, but I can't see if my head can't turn. Uh-huh. If my neck won't move, if if I can, my feet won't won't turn around. So much depends on all of our parts functioning properly together. Yeah, a lot. I think a lot of people don't realize sometimes they may just be a muscle. Yeah, you might be a vein. You might be an artery. Yeah, uh, and these are things that are not visibly seen, mm-hmm. but the most vital parts. Well, and see, Paul was speaking here to the church at Corinth mm-hmm. that they were all hung up on who can be the most. You know, they were speaking in tongues and yeah. you know prophesying and. You know, it was all about the visible manifestation of the spirit. And, and because, you, hey, the one that you see doing the most is the, the, the greatest, greatest and the yeah. best. And God wasn't thinking that way. Yeah. And, yeah, Paul had to kind of straighten them out because a lot of them would be like, well, uh, I'm, I'm of Apollos. I'm of Paul. And, and Paul's like, well, wait a minute. Have any of you been, you know, were any of you baptized in the name of Paul? No. He said, no, you are part of the body of Christ. Yeah, but, it, you know, the thing was, Paul seems to be the, the, the you know, the, the big man. So if I'm baptized by him, then, you know, the, I, my identification makes me something else. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Yeah, we get- you, you are who you are. We, we think we need the affirmation of other people. To justify who we are, we need, and what we really need is, you know, well done, thy good and faithful servant. We need the affirmation from God. This is my beloved son. This is my who, beloved daughter. Who I'm well pleased. But, but this whole functioning part business, uh-huh. I mean, you, God can be doing great things, but four or five non functioning parts, and it's all hindered. Yeah. You need more than the pastor. You need more than, you know, the pastor and a, and a deacon. You need people serving in all ways. Uh-huh. You need people with, with gifts that the pastor may never have. Uh-huh. But, but the enemy uh, causes a lot of problems because, you know, uh, we value in this culture uh, being affirmed by others. So I need to be doing something where where people can see. You know, I want I want to be doing what will be noticed, and you know, I can feel good about. Mm-hmm. Or even worse, I want to be doing something I can get paid for. But we won't even go there. Yeah, that's a whole nother podcast. But but even going back to the you know as we go back to the title functioning parts mm-hmm. and we look at um, uh, and I'll use myself as a good example uh, so uh, in my body my heart uh, functions. 
pretty normally up until about two, three years ago. No. Uh, where I found out my uh, left heart valve uh, wasn't pumping enough blood. Uh, supposed to be, I think, at a 75% mm-hmm. rate. I, I can't remember the, the, the exact percentage. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I was down to 25. Whoa. So it was very low. So I, obviously fluid would build up and stuff, so it would make it hard for me to sleep and so forth. Uh, and it would cause me much pain. I couldn't sleep. It, it, then it, it also disrupted um, uh, my workflow. When I go to work, I was exhausted. I, I couldn't, I couldn't um, do a whole lot. Right. All because of one part. A small not, part. Not functioning properly. Not functioning. Wow. So I so you know, now there was there's a remedy for it. There's mm-hmm. two actually two remedies, you know. Um one of them being uh the medicine that I would take. And mm-hmm. then the other part would be um, you know, making sure that I'm able to be in a, a better physical shape to I won't have the pressure mm-hmm. to allow the medicine to even work greater. Mm-hmm. And 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 I say all that to say that that's the same thing for us. Yes. If we want to see ministry being done right, there's there's some things we're gonna have to get straight. Yes. In our lives, there's gonna be some medicine that we have to take that I don't often like to take, but mm-hmm. I know I have to take mm-hmm. if I want my heart to function right. Mm-hmm. And so we want to be mindful uh, of all our body parts. Yes. Um, because one thing will affect the other. And before you know it, you know, everything begins to break down. Yes. And that's why we need the word of God today. And every member in the body has a part. Every member. There's, there's some part within the membership. Uh, there, within the body, there's some part that you play and the neat thing about God is just like in the human body, you know, when when you're uh, two months old, right, mm-hmm. twenty two inches, and I don't know, uh, twenty five pounds, you know, maybe twenty, right? Uh-huh. You got two eyes, ten fingers, ten toes, etc. That same body, mm-hmm. when it gets not two but twelve years old, mm-hmm. and it's four feet tall, and right, still has, in most cases, you know, two eyes, ten fingers, ten toes, etc. And at twenty-two, when that body may now be six-three, and weigh, you know, two two twenty, two fifteen, you know, uh, taking a head count. Same eyes, same ears, same, right? So, if I got a body of a hundred, I still got enough functioning parts for that body of a hundred. If I have a church with 300, there's enough body parts there for the that 300-person body to function. Uh, work probably if, if all those parts of functioning properly. Mm-hmm. But you can have a thousand, you know, if, in, in plenty of potential, but if parts aren't functioning, 
you could you could be in more dire straits in worse uh, predicament uh, predicaments than the one with a hundred. It all depends on functioning parts. You know, as we were speaking, I was thinking about um, when we look at when I was looking at myself, and you know, if I didn't take the medicine, if I didn't going back to kind of what I was saying, if I didn't take and I didn't do. I could put myself in jeopardy and eventually cause myself to probably even die prior to my time. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it made me think about the reason why you see churches today um, that are split because there were non-functioning parts that, that were taking place. Somewhere, somewhere, something along the line, something happened. And it wasn't treated, and it wasn't taken care of, and then it caused the rest of the body to shut down. And you, see, you know what I see more than church splits, church stuck, mm-hmm. no growth, no disciples making disciples, just stuck, content in the Go, state there. Oh, in. going through the ritual, mm-hmm. uh, doing you know. We might change a few things, but we're just doing the same thing. We're just going through no salvations, no baptisms, right? No, 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 no going out and, you know, sharing the gospel with the lost and just stop. Because there are not enough functioning parts to bring about the will of God uh-huh. for that body. And that's why it's so crucial for us to make sure that every part of the body, the finger, the toenail, the the eyebrow, the, the eyelash, all of it has its purpose. Yes. All of it has its um, design for it to do what it's been called to do. We have fingers, hands, so we can grab stuff. We have a nose so that we can smell and detect stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, everything has a purpose and a function. And, and if you operate in that purpose and function, you will see uh, everything beginning to work according to its design. Yes. And, and then we see the growth happen and, we be, and we're able to accomplish whatever it is that God would have us to do, which is to go out and let the world know that there's hope, that he died for sinners. And we benefit. Yes. We benefit greatly. You know, I was in Charlotte, North Carolina, a little over a week ago, and I had a chance to visit the the Billy Graham Library and Museum. What a wonderful experience. And I, I strongly recommend anyone when in the Charlotte area, take two, three hours and have that experience. Absolutely free. No, no admission. Uh but you want to give them something based on the experience you'll have. Amen. So one of the things that uh, it was pretty clear, very early on in, in uh, you know, Mr. Graham's ministry, he became partners with a, a couple people. Uh, George Beverly Shea was the first person he hired uh, as part of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. You know, uh, just a good Christian, confident person, 
had a great voice. Amen. And would would often be the last voice you would hear before the next voice you would hear would be uh, evangelist Billy Graham preaching the gospel. And Billy Graham himself said that his singing had such an effect, not just on the crowd, but on him and helping him to prepare and, and be ready to deliver truth in power to the masses. And we're talking about this in sometimes. Remember, they had one uh, service where they had 1.1 million people. Mm. One service. And uh, just just imagine that deep baritone voice of of George Beverly Shea. Along with another person, Cliff Barrows, who was the choir director and musician. And, you know, and these guys stayed with, with Billy Graham for uh, six, seven decades. Mm-hmm. Their bodies, uh, uh, you know, along with Dr. Graham, uh, you know, along uh, uh, Billy Graham and his wife, uh, Ruth, their bodies are all on the same, uh, on the museum property. Mm. Yeah, they worked in life. They're even buried near each other in life as well. Uh, George Grady, George Wilson, just this, this nucleus of people. Never, never hear about George Wilson, but there were times when Billy Graham couldn't. Uh, make a schedule meeting, and 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 this this gentleman will step up and be there. But but they were important parts. Amen. That made the ministry work, and because of that, they reached tens of millions, and brought hundreds and hundreds of thousands to saving grace through Jesus Christ. They were functioning parts. Wherever you are, whatever ministry you're a part of, it, it may not be, you know, to the level on par, et cetera, with, with a Billy Graham, but it's still a body that God has created to to be a, 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 a functioning, uh, healthy body, you know, bringing about the will of God. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Pastor, and just doing what God called you to do, you know, it took me a while to really learn, you know, the, how, how much of a privilege it is. Yes. Because um, I remember when I was a lot younger in Christ, um, I was assigned to go pick up a, a brother uh, who was in a wheelchair, young guy. Uh, physically fit, you know, very strong, heavier guy. And now, back then, I was probably about a buck fifty-five. I weighed. He was probably paperweight. <laughs> yeah, he was probably about a about two thirty, two fifty. Heavyweight. <laughs> yeah. And uh, when they said, "Hey, we need you to start picking up this brother for um, Thursday night Bible study and Sunday service," yeah. Uh, and I was like, man, I didn't want to do it. I really didn't want to do it because I knew what entailed with it, you know. Yeah. And and so I would go over, go to the house, and uh, you know, I'd go in, help him into his wheelchair. And like I said, how much I weighed and how much oh, he weighed—that yeah. <laughs> was a huge struggle. 
Um, and sometimes I would get frustrated and I, and I would, you know, complain to the Lord, but I still had to keep doing it. And it was eventually it got to the point where the Lord just really showed me about me. Yes. And, and how much that, you know, he said, this could easily be you. Mm-hmm. And how would you like the situation to be turned around for this particular, for this particular, uh, issue? And I said, Lord, you know, I had to repent and I said, sorry. Mm. And I said, it, it, Lord, you know, it'd be my honor to, to help this brother Amen. to get him. And, you know, and after so, you know, so many times, you know, eventually I think the brother ended up going somewhere else um, or st- actually stopped coming. <laughs> stopped coming. But watch this. But God found out whether or not you would be faithful. Yes. He that is faithful over a few things. God will cause to be elevated to, to rulers over more, over much. Yeah, and and I, I said all of that to say that there are things that we're going to be tasked to do that may not seem glorious, but that may seem to get the limelight, or but it's needful. Yes, it, it meets is, ministry is meeting needs exactly, and and regardless of what it is or, or, or what what it takes, if if you've been assigned to do this thing. That means God is trusting you to the work that he's establishing in your life because what you may be going through right now is going to be preparing you for something down the road to handle. When I looked at Job's life, it taught me something that when he went through what he went through, he had to go through some things early to prepare him. Yes. To know that he can trust in God. Yes. So I I look at that situation. I look at every situation now that I'm assigned to regardless of uh, whether my flesh agrees with it or not, because yes. that's all it is. It's just your, you know, it's just our nasty flesh that gets in the way, uh, and I have to put it in this subjection. But I have to say to myself that what I'm doing now is is preparing me for something down the road. Amen. So, Pastor, I know time's running up. I don't know if you have anything else you want to add or say to that, and close us out in prayer. I want to encourage each and every one of you. To be a help and not a hindrance. Be faithful to whatever tasks you've been given, you've been assigned in the body of Christ. Be a functioning part. Don't don't cause the body of Christ to be uh, handicapped, paraplegic. Deaf, dumb. Don't cause the body of Christ to be literally in some terms comatose. Because you and others are not functioning. Let's be the healthy body that this wicked and dying and hurting world needs. Let's be functioning parts in the body of Christ that we can touch lives and save the world to the glory of God. Oh, Heavenly Father, I pray you minister to the hearts that you speak to the minds and literally, Lord, you touch the spirit of every listener. 
Lord, forgive us for not taking the opportunity that you've given so seriously as it needs to be because it's about changing lives and winning souls. Lord, we don't want anyone to perish. There'll be a, 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 a hot coal in hell. But Lord, we want every soul to be one and have a seat at that glorious table just outside the mansion that you built. Thank you, God, for the privilege of being a part of the body and help all of us through your strength and your guidance be functioning parts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. May God keep you. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Morning Word Podcast. We pray that you were blessed with what you heard today. You were able to get some insight on how to live a better life closer to God. If you wish to continue to listen to this word, please subscribe to our podcast on the following platforms. Apple's Podcasts, Google Casts, Pocket Cast and Spotify. If you wish to view us live during our services, just simply go to newpministries.org. That is newpministries.org, where you'll be able to stream live services on a weekly basis. And with that being said, we pray that you continue to reach, teach, and love somebody new. Have a blessed week.